Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. My name is Jason Newland and I'm here with Vinny Newland. <laughs> Vinny! So he's uh, giving me a little bit of a cuddle against his will. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? So, um, please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. This is my third day of having this little monkey with me. And he's a little monkey. That this is the floor. I mean, I'm I'm not the tidiest person. I'll never admit to that. I'm, I can never pretend. I'm very very messy, kind of. But he is a different scale of messiness. There's a cardboard box on the floor, which is supposed to go out for the rubbish, and he has started to eat it and tear it apart. Are you biting my fingers? Ah! Apparently that's supposed to stop him. It hasn't stopped him. His mum visited about an hour ago. So, uh, the, the lady that had him before, she had him for three... about three months. Uh, I said he was five months. He's actually nine months old, not five months old. He's still a baby. Oh, yeah. So, I was going to say that maybe five months to be in three different homes in that time's a lot. But he's, uh, he went absolutely, absolutely frantic when she came, didn't you? He didn't want her to go. I just really felt bad for him, if you know what I mean, just, oh... Stuck here with me, eh? Stuck here with me. Must be annoying, eh? Hey, 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 hey. Vinny? He's ignoring me. So I did a recording yesterday. Do you want to get down or do you want to stay up here? Do you want to cuddle? Oh, he seems to be okay. So I did a recording last night and then I went to bed. He got on the bed with me. Everything was absolutely fine. And then he heard something. I don't, I don't even know what it was. I think it was just the central heating clicking over. And he went. Just, I don't know what the right word is, but he was out of his mind. Barking, barking, really, like, the thing is, I fell asleep, and it woke me up, not a nice way to wake up, to have this little thing screeching in your ear, because it's not like a woof, it's really high pitched, and I don't like can't say I enjoyed. Do you want to get down? Or just want to just want to lay down on my lap. Okay. You can do that. He yeah, I didn't enjoy getting woken up like that. I really didn't. 
It was not fun. But, you know, it's, it's all new, isn't it? It's all new to him. Every time he hears a noise, if he hears the gate go, or he hears someone out the front, you know, parking their car or slamming a car door, or he hears someone knocking at a neighbour's door, he goes like... <laughs> but then for hours, he doesn't make a peep. Doesn't make a sound. But once he starts, it's almost like he he gets wound up and he can't stop. Eh? That's a yawn apparently. Is that a yawn? Well, can you imagine living with me, you'd be yawning a lot, especially when I'm talking. So last night we ended up. Stop yawning! Don't make don't make fun of me. I'm not that boring. I went to. I, in the end, I got out of bed. I thought, okay, I'll sit up. I sat up for an hour, cuddled in, watched television, found some old movie on. It was a old, I think, Hammer House horror movie, and watched that for a little bit. And then I went back to bed and I decided, no, nah, he's not coming back. So I left him in here, turned the light off, closed the door. Because he's got, yes, the whole room, he's got his food, he's got his water, he's got all his toys. He's got the settee, the sofa to sleep on, which he likes. He likes, he likes being on my seat for some reason. And... I just closed the door and I closed my door and I went to my bedroom, closed my door. Not one sound from him. The next sort of five hours, nothing. So when he's on his own, he's not bothered by the sounds, it seems. I was resting his chin on the table while I stroked his head. Oh, I don't know how long it's going to take for him to get used to me because, let's face it, first of all, he's older than I thought. Secondly, he was with the lady before me for much longer than I realised. I thought it was just for a few weeks, but three months. That's a long time in a nine-month-old puppy's life. So... I don't know, he must be all over the place, doesn't know where he is, what's going on, why am I here, why aren't I over there, why, who is this fat man, what does he want, I don't know, must be strange for him, very strange, I hope he gets used to me, I guess he will, Hey. He went absolutely, he was frantic uh, earlier. I took him for a walk in the field and he was so good, honestly. He's, there was no one else around, so I let him off the lead just to see how he is. And I was far into the field, so there's no one for miles. 
and he ran ahead for a little bit and then he kept looking back and he'd stop he had to wait for me and he was a really good really good boy and there's one point where I decided I'm turning back and he kept well, he kept running forward and he didn't realise and he looked round and he saw that I was like quite a bit way away and he ran so fast to get to me didn't you so I thought that long walk what's that on there is that your I hope you're not doing a wee wee on me. That would be weird. I don't really want. Yeah. This is poor. I hope. The what's it? Yeah. So we went for this long walk in the field. Bit cold, to be honest. Bit cold. But then it's December. It's supposed to be cold. Unless, of course, you're in Australia or Thailand or uh, some other country. The Middle East, uh, where it's really sunny. Oh, you want to get down? Come on, then. Get down then. Good boy. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> what I do, Vinny, I'll make this recording and then we'll take you for a little walk and then we'll go to bed. So it's half past ten. No, it's yes, yeah, just ten thirty-three. A little bit late, really, to make it a recording. I'm normally in bed by now. Oh, that's weird. Who'd have thought? I'm an adult, and I'm in bed at ten o'clock. Sometimes, sometimes I go to bed at seven. That's rare. That's a rarity. But I like an early night now. I do, I like an early night. It's nice. Especially this time of year. Oh, this time of year. There's something about... Because it's dark outside so early. Now it starts getting... It's dark by four o'clock now at the moment in this, where I am. Four o'clock in the afternoon, it's dark. Now... It's only temporary because it won't be long and it'll start getting light again. It's weird, isn't it? A few more weeks and it'll start to get light. In fact, I think... When is the longest day? Longest... day? The longest... Oh no, shortest day. It's not sh not longest, is it? Shortest day. Shortest. What am I like? Shortest day is Wednesday. Must every chair I sit in squeaks. I'm beginning to think it's not the chairs. Wednesday, 21st of December. So after the 21st of December, it starts to get light. Like really, quite quickly, in fact. Which is very strange. Uh, I notice it more, or I have noticed it more because I've been up at night for most of the last few years, the last, I don't know, five years, I've been up at night, 
Not anymore. But I, I'd be up at night and I'd see how the day was starting earlier and earlier by a few minutes every day it seemed it's like wow it's phenomenal to the point where it's light at like starts getting light at three in the morning and it doesn't get dark till like midnight or one you know this just that's an exaggeration I think might not be though so I took him for this walk today long walk came back we were gone we walked a few miles good few miles we must have been out for an hour at least we got home we just started barking just that moment I can't I can't read him I can't um, yet figure out what it is he wants just you know he was barking there was no one at the door there was not even any sounds really that I could hear the lights making a sound but that's because the normal bulbs broken or broke whatever stopped working I've got one of the lamps on. It's got a lot of humming sound the whole time. <laughs> nice. He's listening. He's sitting there, but he's listening for something. I don't know what he's listening for. Maybe you can hear the, the movement in the the loft all the various <laughs> zoo animals that are up there there's, there's a few different things up there I'll tell you there's definitely mice there's definitely birds um, I reckon it's probably bats up there probably some wasps and bees nests and stuff like that yeah it's just a it's a wonderful world of beings. Be- beings. Yeah, so. <clears throat> when I got him back from the walk today, this afternoon, he went absolutely nutty. He was running around backwards and forwards from room to room, uh, just. I've never seen him like that before. He, he's just, well, just being a puppy. Just absolutely just... I thought there was something wrong with him, honestly. I thought he's, he's gone. He's gone. His mind's just gone. But apparently that's how he gets. And I, I thought walking for miles. Bearing in mind he's tiny. Tiny little legs. I thought walking for miles would actually knacker him out. Well, all it did, in fact, was just warm him up. Hmm. So.
story, if I'm honest, is last night. Last night, I was... Uh, I just had a pizza. Was it last? Yeah, last night I had a pizza. Cooked pizza. And it was the World Cup. Uh, the, the England were playing Senegal and they won 3 0. So I, I just basically sat down with my pizza. And he was looking at me and I thought, well, okay, give him a crust. I'm not going to give him the extra pizza, but just give him a little bit of crust just to chew on, you know. So I said, come on, get up then. So which he did. He got onto the other, other chair. I've got the pizza on my lap. It's on a plate. Banging stuff. And I think, well, I'm not going to... So I'm not going to give it to the, give him the food off the plate. I'm just going to hand it to him. So what? I, he wouldn't take it out of my hand. So what I did is I put it, I put it onto the chair, the other chair next to me. And I thought I'd just let him. He can just eat that. And he did. He turned his back on me and he sat on the pizza, eating. So basically, he picked up his mouth and he sat down on my pizza. Completely unaware that he was sitting on what he is. You got fleas? <laughs> I hope you haven't. Don't want them again. I just got rid of the herpes. So, um, yeah, so I really couldn't believe he sat on it. He only sat on half of it. Now, you might say, well, I could... No, trust me, I'm... <laughs> I removed him very quickly. He sat on my pizza. I couldn't believe it. Now, some people would probably get upset with that. But I just found it so funny. In fact, I almost wish that I could have had a picture of it. Just use that as a, you know, just... You can't, like... After the event, <laughs> you can't coax him, like, go and sit down. You know, I don't really want him to get into those habits. Of every time he sees a plate of food, thinking, oh, that's a nice seat for me. No. No. I just uploaded, I made a new video for... <laughs> sat on my pizza. Oh. I made a video for my... That's him, by the way. That noise. That. I made a video on YouTube for my Making Friends with Stress podcast that I did yesterday or the day before. And 185 relax and relaxation and whatever. Uh, relax and sleep hypnosis daily. That's it. I forget my own podcasts. So I've uploaded that. I haven't uploaded one since the 27th of November. So I thought I'd make an effort. 
Make a little bit of an effort, you know. So, it's weird sometimes, like podcasting, because it's almost, almost that you there needs to be constant new episodes. Oh, my stomach went weird there. Like, I need to make constantly new episodes. And it's kind of a shame in some ways. Well, that's weird. Oh, scheduled. Okay, fair enough. I was going to say that's that. My stomach's making some weird noises. Um, so it's like, it'd be nice if I could. I don't want to just start do one podcast a week, but that'd be nice if that was enough. But it's not. So deep sleep whisper. Did I do a recording today for that? Yeah, I did, yeah, that's it, that's the ones, yeah, yeah, okay. So, that's giving me a boost on that. It's weird, because that's one of the podcasts that, even if I don't make a new one every day, people still listen to that podcast. You know, 34,000 this month, like, in the last month. I mean, all of them get people listening, but... Like this one, I got one day 194 downloads for my Let Me Boy to Sleep podcast. I clearly didn't make a recording that day. So fickle. So fickle. (laughs) So yeah, uh, oh well. Never mind. It variates. It really do variate. I reckon about another 10 years I should get to the million on that. Do you mean a million pounds? No. This, this chair's falling apart. It's almost like I'm too heavy for the chair. Obviously we all know that's not true. How could it be? But wow. How weird. I wonder if anyone's watching the uh, Jason's bedtime story time. Nope. <laughs> Seven and a half thousand people all in all. What about the See even that like you know, relax and sleep hypnosis daily, yeah? Release three hundred and seventeen downloads on the day that I release a new recording. Next day seventy nine. Today hundred and one. Someday, a few days ago, 1,441. Like, come on. How am I supposed to know what to do with this? I can't gauge it. I can't gauge it. No. Then I stopped smoking one. That's risen by quite a huge amount today. Don't know why. I never know. I just don't know. It's weird. It's a weird, weird world. It's a weird, weird, weirdy, weirdy, weirdy. Never mind. 
so that's it really I've got this little uh, thing this little fella it's a weird <clears throat> I mean everything's weird today isn't it it's a uh, Cup of tea there. Just a bit strange having him here. Not he's not sure what to make of me. I'm not sure what to make of him. You know, we're starting to get used to each other. But he would rather be somewhere else. I know he would. He'd rather be back with the lady that he was with. And why wouldn't he? And he was with her for three months. That's his mum. He probably doesn't even remember anyone before her. And now he's stuck with me. And now he's just spent half an hour with her earlier. He really doesn't want to be here. Do you? He's very confused. I hope he works. I just want you to be happy, man. I do. I just want you to be happy. That's all I want. I want you to smile and I want you to just... I don't know. I think he's... a little bit... I don't know if he's happy or not. I mean, he seems perfectly happy when he's out for a walk. You know, he couldn't be happier. So he's very happy doing that. Very happy when he's eating his bones, when he's ripping up the box. Uh, he's quite happy when he's playing, he's fighting, and you know, just having fun. He seems pretty happy when he's just lazing around, you know, half asleep. Times like this, when he, he's just he's sitting on my feet, so he's not he's not ignoring me, and he's touching my feet, and he's he's definitely I don't know if he's attached to me though. I don't know if he's if he if he's attached himself to me yet, or if I'm just uh, I know that you know dogs wouldn't think in this way particularly but am I just a temporary another temporary person or is this as they like to say his forever home a bit of stability for the little boy I love to see it, you know, he tries to keep his eyes open and he's, because obviously I'm so boring and I talk to him, and his eyes start to close and he keeps trying to pull them open and they start to close again and he, he's trying to force them open but they keep closing and it's so funny to watch. I mean, literally, it's just hypnotising a little dog. It's, it's a weird experience. Looking in his eyes, I think it's an eye. They don't like eye contact, or maybe it's it's a weird experience for them. Is it a weird experience? 
I wanted to call him Scrappy-Doo. Actually, I wanted to call him Noel, because I got him on the 1st of December. No, I didn't. 2nd of December. This January. Uh, this, uh, yes, Saturday is the 2nd, wasn't it? It's the 5th today, Monday. Saturday, 4th. Third, no, third. Saturday the third. Anyway, I wanted to call him Noel after my friend and the lady at Adam said, No, his name's Vinny. Now, I thought he was five months old, not nine months. I mean, you can't change someone's name after nine months, really. But then five months is still quite a long time. And I thought, No, yeah, fair enough. That's his name, that's his name. Also, as I said, I wanted to call him Scrappy-Doo because he reminds me of Scrappy-Doo from the Scooby-Doo cartoons. Let me at him. Let me at him. I think he was... Uh, I don't know what kind of dog he was. Okay, Scrappy-Doo is a fictional Great Dane puppy. Okay. With the, yeah, with the, with the catchphrases... Scrappy Dabby Doo and Let Me At Em. Yeah, see, I remember that one. I don't remember the Scrappy Dabby Doo, but I'm a Scooby Dooby Doo. 1979? Really? I don't remember being late 70s, I thought it was the 80s. Ooh, my stomach's really made some weird noises. Uh, apparently they brought him in to save the show because the Scooby-Doo show was, wasn't doing so well. And this was 1979. So... Wow, how weird. But I don't remember because... Okay. It was voiced by Lenny Wenrib, 1979 to 1980. And then Don Messick from 1980 to 88. And then Scott Innes from 1999 to the present day. Uh-huh. I wonder why Lenny stopped doing it. I don't know. What about Scott Innes? Oh no, Don Messick. Why did he stop doing it? 1997. No, don't know. Perhaps that's when they stopped making the show. 88, and then they brought it back in 99. I don't know. Scrappy Debbie Doo. I just remember it. I don't remember. I mean, to be fair, I'm not always sure what is the early 80s and what is the late 70s. Because I don't recall, with my memory, I don't recall. Plus, you know, I was a 
fairly young lad at the time. I don't recall getting excited about a new decade. But I'm pretty sure it was probably mentioned to me, but I don't recall. Now, I remember 1990. I remember 2000, 2000, probably more than any of them. I remember two, New Year's Eve 2000 uh, because we were supposed to, everything was supposed to turn off. We were supposed to, you know, it was supposed to be this big, I forget what they called it, this big catastrophe and, you know, um, they had a name for it, wasn't it? The Millennium Bug or something. Millennium bug is that the name of it the millennium bug what wow in fact it's not come that's my name they didn't give it that name the year 2000 also known as the y2k y2k problems oh the millennium bug it is yeah the potential computer issues what was known as the millennium bug Y2K bug, also called Year 2000 bug, or Millennium, uh, a problem in the coding of computerized systems that was projected to create havoc in computers and computer networks around the world at the beginning of the year 2000. Mm, but it didn't. Oh, so they basically did what? So, it did cause some problems, but apparently they sorted it out quite easily. But it wasn't, you know, catastrophic, like they said that it was going to be. My friend who owned the club owned a club he actually closed on New Year's Eve that year because all the clubs around were charging extortionate amounts of money and he didn't like it he didn't like how everyone was sort of getting on the bandwagon charging such a huge amounts so that people just have their normal New Year's Eve fix of going out and celebrating the new year but because it was a millennium it was absolutely I mean I wonder if it has anything on the internet about that millennium New Year's Eve Eve costs So, even the New Year's Eve on the Thames was, oh blimey, it's, yeah, did the Millennium kill New Year's Eve celebrations? 
this is yeah this this is honestly someone's written this on digital spy remembering during 1999 when pubs and clubs were trying to charge ridiculous prices for new year's eve because it was the millennium i remember some pubs were charging between 20 and 40 pound for a ticket where other years they were charged between five and ten pound anyway it all backfired as people refused to pay and a lot of places had to drop their prices as the day approached a pub near me was charged this is what's written here uh jeff 62 this is from 30th of the 12th 2011 Anyway, since then I've found it's never quite been the same. Last year we went to a couple of local pubs and there was zero atmosphere. You wouldn't know it was the biggest party night of the year. We actually got the last bus home at 11pm and saw it in indoors instead. Saved on a double price taxi fare. Not sure what to do tomorrow night. Anyone else planning to go out or do you think the same? Did the millennium rip off kill or kill New Year's Eve 30th of 12th 2011 yeah that's quite a long time ago I remember that um, you know a pub this is a pub that you go into you go into your local pub all year round yeah they rely they rely on the locals coming in there and meeting up and drinking and whatever playing pool and however else they make their money so that that's what they rely on and then once a year the public aren't allowed in unless they pay like 20 quid 30 quid whatever if anything if anything not these days but you know forgetting the last couple of years because things have changed a lot but if anything like in the old times even you'd think New Year's Eve would be a lock a lockdown where they only let in the regulars and they get to drink for free all night just to say thank you for being here all year for actually give making allowing us to earn a living people don't think like that do they people don't think like that people those people they're everywhere that makes sense to me can you imagine how loyal how loyal would you know you've got like maybe 50 people and yeah it's an expensive night but, you know, you're giving it free. You don't have to go through the brewery. You, don't, you just get a lot of stuff in a cash and carry. You know, cheap beer from a cash and carry and just do it like that. I'm an expert on this, by the way. Just suddenly I'm an expert. Out of the blue for some reason. Don't know why. And treat these people. Treat your loyal customers. They're going to come back. I bet you spend more money in the coming year after giving them a night out for free. 
disco stripper. I mean, it's up to you. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying what's right and what's wrong. I'm not a judge. I mean, if, if you if you're that way inclined, if it's disgusting. But if you if you demand a stripper, I will turn up and I will do the job. I'm, I'm fine. Me and my little thong. And when I say little, huh? <laughs> oh yes, you could fit it on one of my ears. So, not sure where I was going with that. Oh yeah, so Millennium, I remember I stayed in and I saw the New Year in with my cousin's boyfriend. It was just me and him. I don't know where the rest of them were. They, I think they might have perhaps gone to the pub or gone out clubbing or something. I don't know. weren't there anyway so I don't know where I don't know where they went and I was sitting there and we watched the fireworks it's a really good firework display on the Thames always every year well most years on the Thames really good firework display uh, you get to see different countries as well. I think uh, Australia already have theirs about six hours before because they're about six hours ahead of us. Or was it three hours? Six hours? Some Six hours, something like that. Or was it 12 hours? Is it a year? I don't know. They, but they, they have theirs. And so what we watched theirs. We watched the uh, Hong Kong ones. We watched the the various different uh, ones, but also the ones here as well. So that was on telly. It's to be fair. To be fair, I've said that about ten times today. New Year's Eve television is not really up to much. I guess that's because the TV stations expect most people to be out but they're not not everyone's out on New Year's Eve I mean what about all the well not all the elderly people because I'm sure a lot of elderly people go out as well but people in this 80s or 90s and 100s and 120s and the very young people like under 10 possibly are not allowed out you know clubbing I don't know what the age of consent is for clubbing going into nightclubs is it 9 10 I don't know 11 so I don't know what it's got to be good millions and millions of people at home on New Year's Eve watching the old television I mean, some people must still watch television. They must do. They must. They must. They must. I'm pretty sure they do. They must do. Surely. Surely. So, yeah. I, um... I remember that. I remember that year. Because... 2000... was mm, 
1999, 2000. 2000 was a year that I discovered websites, you know, like building websites. I got really into it. I also remember I went to the Millennium Dome that was just built. And, but was it built in 99 or was it built in 2000? But I went to see it anyway. I went to see it either that year or the year after. Um, but it was just being built. It just been opened. Went there with someone that I'd just met. I got two free tickets because one of the people that Yeah, I knew someone that worked there. They'd, they'd worked there, you know, building the place. So I got three, two free tickets to go along. And I went on a bank holiday Monday. Monday. And now it's the O2 Arena. Is it the O2 Arena? Yeah, O2. But what happens if O2 close? Because you see, in America, isn't there T-Mobile Arena? Does T-Mobile even exist anymore? Doesn't in this country. T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Ah. Ah. Okay, T-Mobile in America is around. T-Mobile and Sprint. Merged to create to create Americans 5G leader leader T-Mobile UK UK my T-Mobile we don't have T-Mobile here why does it even do that why does it say T-Mobile I click on it right Orange and T-Mobile there is no T-Mobile. Why is it even saying that there is when there isn't? I know. Is T-Mobile available in the UK? Looking to upgrade? As an existing T-Mobile customer, you're in the right place to get the best deal on the UK's fastest module. Log into my T-Mobile to check your upgrade. So it looks like... What happened to T-Mobile UK? Founded 1993, defunct 2010. It merged with Orange UK. So it merged with Orange and then Orange changed to EE. That's what happened. T-Mobile was, was T-Mobile UK was a mobile network operator in the UK. First, everybody had a T-Mobile contract or T-Mobile pay-as-you-go SIM card. Seriously, T-Mobile, are they were the leaders, the absolute leaders of mobile phones in this country in the 90s uh, early 2000s seriously such 
huge, huge, or is it founded one-to-one -one and then T-Mobile? Yeah, I think it's one-to-one -to, -one to start with and then turned into um, T-Mobile. Anyway, it first launches one-to-one -one on 7th of January, 93. And then the network was initially initially operated by Mercury Communications. One to one was purchased by Ducci Telecom, 1999. Who rebranded it with the global T-Mobile brand name, 2002. Ah, so yeah, one to one was rebranded in 2002. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I used to use T-Mobile before that. Yeah, maybe it was one-to-one. -one. What they did, <clears throat> I'll tell you this and then I'll search it, okay? Right? I'm going to tell you something and you won't even believe me. You won't even believe me. Um, and then I'm going to search and prove I'm gonna prove to you okay that it's true <laughs> I might get some of the facts wrong so here we go in the late 90s maybe even the middle 90s one to one slash T-Mobile but, but maybe it was one to one offered people a contract a lifetime contract of everything basically unlimited data unlimited calls unlimited texts now, I think the data, we had a thing called WAP, which is the internet, which was the mobile phone internet, which was just awful. But it used to be called WAP. We didn't have actually proper internet. We didn't really have proper internet in 99, not really. We did have internet, a version, <laughs> compared to, to, to today's internet. But it was unlimited phone calls. And I think it was unlimited anywhere, like any, anywhere you called. And also phone, mobile to mobile as well as landlines. And some people, you know, a lot of people jumped onto that one and thought, this is good. And started using them, like really rinsing, rinsing the heck out of these phones you know passing them around their friends letting their friends use them and you know one to one started not liking it because they realised that they didn't want other people they didn't want to really keep this promise so what I'm going to do T-Mobile UK uh, unlimited Unlimited uh, 
Unity Plan back in the 90s. Thirty years. Uh, so I thought that sounds like anything everywhere. I think it was called. Do I remember that? Preach. Was it Great Plan? Was it T-Mobile? Maybe it was One to One. One to One. One to One. one-to-one unlimited plans 90s uh, it's because I can't find it this is a true thing honestly people what happened is people started the the company started contacting people offering to buy their contract back for quite good sums of money like hundreds and hundreds of pounds uh, and then people started saying yeah they just offered me 10 grand probably didn't probably wasn't true but let me just look I want to just find out I'm sorry I have to find out one to one buying back buying back phone contracts it's got to be something history of pay returning your device the thing is they might have taken it off the internet see what I mean they might have like well we don't want people to remember that so maybe they they didn't want they want to keep that little history gone Compare how to choose and how to trade in. Oh, that's a shame. There's got to be somewhere. It's, there's got one to one buying back phone contracts. Is it T Mobile? T Mobile. I think it was T Mobile. I don't know buying back phone contracts no 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 can't find it 2000 1999 no can't see nothing I just uh, I can't I can't prove this is true though, I can't, although it's true, I can't prove it, not in this moment. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could find a little bit of uh, dabbling, a little bit of searching, a little bit of tap dancing, I could probably find some stories, but I'm thinking that some of the 
there was some exaggerations along the way. It's a little bit like if you if you lived like I lived in East London, in East London, in the nineties, and I got to meet a lot of people that were around when the Crays were in charge of East London, the Cray, Cray twin, the Cray twins. They're notorious uh, gangsters that were very, very famous in this country. Very famous. And very, very famous. And there was this event, very famous event, that happened in the... uh, What was the name of the pub? Craze Pub. See, all I've got to do is put Craze Pub, and it's come. It's going to come up. Craves Pub, Whitechapel, Carpenter's Arms. No, the Blind Beggar. That's it. The Blind Beggar. So that was the name of the pub. This really famous thing happened. Anyway. I, if you talk to people, there's, everyone was there that night, there, if you added up the amount of people that bragged to being there, you could fill Wembley Stadium, probably twice over the amount of people that were there, that says that the, the, I was there that night. Now, in 19, no, 2005, I went to the Blind Beggar pub. Never been there before. This is, I'd moved out of it, London at that point. But I thought, I'm going to go up there, just have a little look. So I did. Went in there, had a pint of lager. Now it's not it's not a tiny pub, it's it's a good sized pub. It's a very old building, it's I imagine it's probably listed. It's uh it's a, a monumental building. It's apart from steeped in the history of the East End and, you know, all the stuff that happened in the past, in the sixties and before that. It's it's also like a, it's a nice place. It's nice in there. It's big, airy, but it's not huge. It's not unless there's like a, a you know a huge space out the back. You know the size of about fifteen football pitches. I I don't know where everyone would have stood. You know, it's, 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 you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I went in there. I was the only customer when I went in there. I went in at a really weird time. It was probably like three o'clock in the afternoon there wasn't a lot going on and I went in there and then 
some famous, uh, another like famous gangster, like that's written books, came in, and he was being interviewed and stuff. And oh, I just carried on with my drinking, and I left. I, I need actually, I went to, I needed a toilet, and I ended up going to the bookies, into and going to a toilet in there. Don't know why I remember that, but I do. There was not enough room in that pub for all those people. All those millions of people. All was there that night. Yeah, no, you weren't. Yeah, I was. Was there that night? Yeah, I was. Yeah. No, you weren't. Apparently, on the actual night, I don't think there's many people there at all. <laughs> Victorian East End pub, infamous as site where, okay, the thing happened with Ronnie Cray. Service options, dine-in, curbside pickup, no delivery. Whitechapel Road, London, E1, 1B year. Opens 12pm. Tuesday, oh, that's tomorrow, 12pm. I don't know what time, they, I guess they close at 11, I suppose. Some of the questions. Can you believe this is... Blimey, okay. Here's some of this is Google, right? This is Google. The blind beggar. So this is people asking the pub questions about their services and what's available. The first thing is it okay to spark up a spliff in the beer garden? Answer Absolutely not, I'm afraid. Not in a public place. Thank you for understanding. Like one more answer. What's the other answer? Nothing, okay. That's a ridiculous question. Is there only two questions? Was this a pub where Salvation Army started charity work or is it somehow related to first steps of Salvation Army? The answer says, William Booth preached his first sermon outside the pub. Okay. Ask a question. See all questions. 20. I want to see all, but it's only showing me two. Why is that? Do you know why? Do you know why? Why? I want to see all 20. I want to see all 20 questions. Come on. Reviews. Great lake, great location, atmosphere, good selection of beers and food. The burger was small but nice, the hot dog pretty bad, and fries terrible. Um, please, please don't find out where I live. Uh, clean, spacious, Spanish beer, brewed in the UK, Latin music, French design table. These are the reviews. Reviews are not... Okay. Alright. 
positive about it is that the resonance catalyst sits why is it not allowing me to scroll what I want to do is scroll and why would it not let me scroll all history 129 it's not allowing me to scroll up or down it's almost like it's not working anymore the iPad stopped working why I've treated it like a, like my own child. By that I mean I've put it in a cupboard for days on end. No, I just, I just, why? Why do you not keep working? Come on, baby, work for me. Obviously, a busy pub on the high street, as it has a huge bar. So it's, it's got a big bar. It's not, you know, but. Not for like a hundred thousand people. That's kind of my point. It's not a small pub. It's a big. You could probably get a couple hundred people in there. Like if everyone was standing up, I reckon squashed together, a couple hundred. I reckon. Mm. It's a brilliant pub. I, I like it. I've not been in there. Well, I've been in there once. What I'm saying it's a nice pub. It's, it was. It's a long time ago. I went in there. But it was kind of exciting to go into a place that was so. I don't know. Famous, I suppose. I don't want to use the word infamous because the pub didn't do anything. You know, the pub just happened to be a place where this happened, but the pub was has been known for being like a meeting place for a lot of people that that like to go there. Very friendly, chatty staff, very good service. Intriguing place to be if you're interested in the history. Loads of history that goes with the pub. Lovely place, nice garden for smokers. Okay, I did see the garden. A really lovely East End boozer with an interesting history if you're a craze fan. Nice outdoor space. Thanks for that, um, Vinny. Lovely, lovely sound effects. Uh, nice outdoor space for relaxing in the sun, friendly and polite stuff, and a gorgeous bar cat too. Oh, why is it still not scrolling? What's the point? What's the point in anything if it won't scroll? See, this is weird. The Carpenter's Arms was the most notorious pub in London, owned by the gangster twins Reggie and Ronnie Cray. So the Carpenter's Arms actually is more notorious than the Blind Beggar. The Carpenter's Arms is a Victorian public free house at 73 Cheshire Street in Bethnal Green. East London, England, a few feet from Brick Lane, the Carpenter's Arms, the Carpenter's Arms, no, 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 surely it's not, it's not the one I used to go to, the, 
19, The Carpenter's Arms, Cheshire Street, Bethnal Green. The Carpenter's Arms, I remember the Carpenter's, The Carpenter's Arms, Shoreditch. Okay, I'm gonna, Carpenter's Arms, Shoreditch. Carpenter's Arms Map Get Directions Get Directions Baby uh, Rivington Street Rivington Street Okay Let's have a look Shoreditch Commercial Brick Lane. Right, if I open this up a bit. Rivington Brick Lane. Okay, where is it? Carpenter's Arms. Grims Grimsby. It's weird. Grimsby Street. Rivington Street. Is that Rivington Street? Little blue American car wash, Great Frog East. Where is it? Come on, baby. Box Park Shoreditch, Shoreditch House. The Owl and the Pussycat, okay. London Shuffle Club. Right, Pizzeria Short, okay, went there old friend. Reformation Ladies Clothes Shop. Great Frog East. The Owl and a Pussycat. I don't know why that sounds familiar to me. Shoreditch. Skier, Rivington Street. Rivington Street, where's, why is that not coming up? Oh, okay, that's why, because Rivington Street is hidden. Hidden. There it is. Brick Lane. It's a brick lane. But then... The Carpenter's Arms. Unless there was a pub called the Carpenter's Arms that I've been in before, and it's zero to you know nothing to do with that one or it might just be that I've just gone past it so many times on a bus that it's almost like I know it I know the pub but I don't because I've never been in there that could be the answer to that question oh I found Rivington Street so the carpenter's arms Carpenter's Arms, where are you? Right, yeah, nowhere near where I thought it was. I mean like, nowhere near. Not even close. So what's near it? St Matthew's Row, William Davis Primary School. No, Bond Shoreditch Hair salon. No, I generally don't know. Isn't that weird? Never mind. 
It's not that important, really. I don't know why I was even looking. Just got excited. Sometimes I get excited about things and... It's not that I regret getting excited, but I just wonder why I did get excited. You're like, really? Why? 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 Anyway. You know, sometimes... I'll start these podcasts and I think... Will I actually have anything to talk about for an hour? And I always do. I don't know how. With the little help of my little friend, the internet. I'll tell you what, this is this little bugbear of mine or whatever. Is I like to tell the truth. Not when I'm making stuff up, you know, that's different, that's just me being silly. But, if it's, I like to try and be factual, if at all possible. Which means uh, I like to, well, what I like to, what I do do is I fact check. I go online, so... You know, if I say something to someone and they say, Are you sure? And I'll think, well... Maybe not. Maybe I'm not sure. So I check it. Sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes it's a bit of both. It's like, okay, I was right, but I got the wrong date. It was the wrong decade. Or, you know, it's like, okay, it was the right decade, but... It was a man. Or. It wasn't a plane. You know. It's just, it could be weird. Any any kind of strange thing. You know. Right ocean. Wrong vehicle. I, I don't. Whatever it could be. I'm not. I can't really think of a, an example. Hmm. Hmm. Oh dear. He's asleep now on the settee. I think I've sent him to sleep. He's been listening to me. He's just like completely gone. Anyway, I'm going to go. Thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself you deserve to be happy be gentle with yourself lots of love